Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Good to be back with you here at Studio 22. We're hanging out. we got a crowd in here, and I know you're only going to see a few people. Of course, you're going to see the regulars like Party Foul Steve over there in the peanut gallery. And again, hot news now. Go Natalie. Cowboys! Yeah, she's recognizing and representing over there with the Dallas Cowboys football <laughs> thing on there. And there's a reason why, and we'll get to that in just one second. Now, I want to encourage everybody to go where podcasts are offered. Download and subscribe. If you go to YouTube, if you want to watch it, Go to YouTube. Don't just watch it on Facebook. That's 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 cheating. That's the easy way. We want to be able to count our analytics and see who's tuning in so we can make the shows better for you. And also, we like to make money. Hi. I'm a capitalist. So I want you guys to go to YouTube, subscribe where it says Chad Prather. That's the name of the page. And then hit your notification button so that it comes in. But again, you can get podcasts wherever they're available, whether it's through Apple Podcast, Google Android, Stitcher, SoundCloud. We've made it easy for you. And go to blazetv.com slash Chad and uh, use promo code Chad and subscribe, and you can get all kind of things behind the behind the scenes that you need to get. So don't be missing out on it. I have in Studio 22. I'm so excited. been looking forward to this. Some people that um, – I know Party Foul Steve's excited. Party Foul Steve's been walking around. Hey, I'm a his, DCC fan. DCC. DCC. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. You're very familiar with them. And if you've ever seen uh, the DCC – Making the team, you're familiar with these folks as well. I have the the greatest dance instructor, teacher, artist, professional on the planet, Kitty Carter, oh, is sitting here. And of course, Boom. former former Army drill sergeant and the man that whips them all into shape, Mr. Jay Johnson, is Hello. sitting in here as well. Glad to have you guys in here. What's going on with y'all? Thank you. Yeah. I'm so Thank honored you. to be here. You're so sassy, I and am. he's in such good shape. <laughs> Just keep it above the back line, <laughs> I am in good shape, very good shape. You are in good shape. So here's where I want to start with this whole thing. And you and I have talked a little bit about this, but I need your advice. So I got five kids, my three oldest girls. I'm sorry. My three oldest, my three oldest kids are my, my girls. And thank God they've, they've never given me a minutes problem. And I think part of that is because I let them all go out and be their own individual selves and taught them a value system, and they've done good. My, my now 19-year-old, my number two daughter, she calls me a year ago, and she says, I've got a scholarship to a certain university, and I'm going. And I said, okay, what's the scholarship? She said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to major in dance. Mm. And I said, you think maybe uh, you could dance and maybe major in business or marketing? She said, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm majoring. A living. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm majoring in dance. And I said, well, let's talk about that. She said, no, no, you're in the world of entertainment. I, and I said, yeah, but I didn't start out that way. So I just decided to table that battle for a little while. But she's doing great. She's doing great. Do you have words of wisdom to advise her or openings for employment when she gets done? Well, <laughs> I will say that <clears throat> I've danced all my life. Yeah. Um, I have a degree in dance from Southern Methodist University here in Dallas. Go Mustangs. Yeah, or maybe not. I don't know if they're going right now. Um, <laughs> but um, there's something to be said for doing a job that you love. Yeah. And if she's really in love with the arts, then absolutely you can make a, a living at doing it. Um, you have to be well-rounded. Um, ballet just won't get it by itself because um, those are probably the hardest working dancers out there and the least paid. Mm-hmm. Um, commercial, for me, I mean, that's the venue I'm in on the West Coast and on the East Coast, um, to teach, to perform, to make a living, cruise ships. Uh, backup dancers, commercials, uh, Broadway, um, you know, the ensembles for the Radio City Rockettes, if you're not tall enough, is a huge paycheck. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it can be done. Um, and your daughter's doing something she loves. So, holla out to your daughter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And so, I'm going to make sure she listens to this podcast yes, episode. She's, absolutely. She's, you know, that's the deal. Or you what can you be a call? Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. I told yes. her that. Yeah, there you I don't go. think as much. <laughs> you have to really love yeah. what you're doing. Well, but um, it's a it's a fabulous job. Yeah. And then my two cents, okay? Yeah. You know, it, it, I have two daughters and four sisters, of course. And um, my world's kind of like everything is um, uh, female, um, ladies. And I would say. <laughs> Lucky you. Uh, yes, okay. Uh, but the thing about it is the way I look at it, 
uh, is that, see, we're old school, okay? And that's the way we grew up with these industries and, hey, do this, check the box. But now times are changing. And let's look at, let's look at the recent case with the, um, the scholarship fraud or what, what do they call that? that the the yeah, Varsity the, Blues or yeah, something like that? Varsity okay, Blues, the yeah. Mom, the mom, the mother and the, uh, and the dad was pushing this kid who was already successful. Yeah, this kid was making $2 million yes, a month. She was already making her money. She's like, hey, look, I already know everything I need to know, okay? I'm putting the bottom line up front. I'm making money, and I'm doing what I love. Now she has nothing, okay? Yeah. She, she's, uh, her, her fan base is, you know, making fun of her the whole nine yards, and the parents are, you know, hey, they made the decision for her, you know, and now look, look, look where she's at. And so what I see now is like my daughter. My daughter, I don't think she wants me to tell anyone this, but she never does. She works for Ted Cruz. Okay, mm-hmm. my daughter's 24. She works for Ted Cruz. And um, and the thing about it is I'm trying to get her to go to law school. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're already there. Go to law school. Yeah. She says she wants to be a designer. I'm like, design what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to design? It's already out there. Okay. All right. It's How many more dresses there. do we need? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. I can design. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, but she wants to do that. And and I think nowadays you don't need a certification. You don't need validations from the man, the institutions anymore. Okay. Because of social media, you don't need anyone to dub you, hey, you are this or you are that is putting your best foot forward and in your sphere of influence that's how you get paid okay? i'm thankful you're saying that uh, well, it's encouraging oh yeah it is yeah. i mean Listen, when i was 40 years old i called my wife on the phone i was at the gym i was not in the gym i was at the gym it's a huge difference right i was sitting in a parking lot called my wife i said i'm gonna go make a living just being myself and she said what's the street value on your personality <laughs> and i said well i just gonna follow my passions yes. and i and i knew that's what it was so you're right it's changed because that abigail jade girl the Lori laughlin's daughter yeah. she's making like two million dollars yes. a year something like that off of youtube Killing it. Yes. And, and I mean, she could have taught a, a, a USC marketing class. Yeah, yes. but her mistake was going on YouTube saying, I don't like college. Yes, I right. I only came for the parties and the parking. Yes. The, you know, the game, the pregame. Yeah. You know, and everybody does that. That's what college that. is all about, right? But it, yeah, but obviously <laughs> you're over with that your freshman year or hopefully by your sophomore year. But social media and um, has just changed the world yes. yeah. in every direction. Nobody wants to work hard anymore as far as their trade right they want to get on instagram or wherever and be an instant success or everybody wants a trophy and i blame it a lot on the parents I because agree. everybody has to have a trophy nowadays it, let's talk about that for mm-hmm. a minute and by the way let me just say jay you're surrounded by so much estrogen in your life you're probably in cycle with them so <laughs> I, I don't know about that <laughs> I know. you're just still waiting on things to drop <laughs> Let's, let's let's talk about that though. This this whole uh, participation trophy society because I've said a lot about it over the years, and people they I get a lot of pushback on me. In your industry, in your jobs, both of you, what you guys do with with the cheerleaders, and then also professional throughout your careers, this just participating thing doesn't get it, does it? Well, you know what, I'm hung out to dry a lot because I always tell girls like I'm never going to lie to you, which I don't. Um, the truth hurts. Um, they're probably pissed off at me at the very beginning, but after a while, then they come back and go, you know what? You were right. Um, and if, if you're that type person, if you've been built, I mean, my parents taught me that way, you know, that, you know, this is the way reality sets. It's not that whole little facade that you have in your head. The dream is real, but you have to work for the dream. And I talk to so many professionals all the time that say, you know, there's kids that are teaching class that are making five and six hundred dollars a class that haven't even done enough plies to spell plie, you know. Um, so, and I'm sure Jay works with the same type thing. Everybody thinks that it's um, just about body and face, and the hard work's left out. Um, and I tell people that I have a studio. I've been in the business for forty years. And when people come in, I'm like, I'm not going to be the one that gives you a piece of fabric for your three year old to run around and say, you know, I'm Moana or whatever, I'm actually going to teach them something because they learn so early what's acceptable. And children, I think, need discipline as well as so many young adults. Mm -hmm. But I find that that's the mistake for a lot of parents nowadays. They just want to make sure their kids, like the Varsity Blues, I just need my kid to be okay and I need my kid to do whatever. When they don't realize that making mistakes or losing is going to build so much more character than what you're raising 
that you have a trophy for everything. And this right here, book. this right here is where I want to show that clip of Kitty right here. It, it might see they might make us take it down later on, but anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Kitty Carter's, where we mold for success. A five, six, seven, and a one. Let's go! What are you doing? You look like you're a, a deer in headlights. Be fierce! You're not fierce. You're boring. Even though she's very outspoken, I'm ready for Kitty. You look like a big blob of chocolate. Have you worked with a product in your hair? Because you, you look like a drowned rat. Oh my God, this is like, I'm a stripper, I'm a yeah? Grind, 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 show me that, yes! Now that I beat you up enough, right? Your asses are tight, you're ready to go? Let's go. It is real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you've seen the same thing, Jay. Oh, yeah, um, you know, and you see it, and they don't want to put in the hard work, but I don't want to be the guy to get off my lawn guy, okay? Back in my day. Oh, so I look at it their way, and, and I would tell you, yes, as long as you stay in that bubble, you're good. But it just so happens that you're not going to stay in that bubble. That means you're going to have to visit Kitty. You're going to have to visit me. And I'm going to put the same structure. It's kind of like this. I always tell them, hey, you know, this has been done before, okay? I mean, like, I was 18, too, okay? Yeah. There's no way to circumvent um, uh, 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 where you success. It's going to be hard work. It's going to be a grind. But you never look at the hard work for what it is. It's a two-sided coin. Well, it's not just the work that you're doing, but it's the work that's doing what, what the work is doing on you, mm-hmm. how it's shaping you, how it's developing your, uh, your character. And see, they don't look at it like that. They just see Olivia Jade, and she's making millions, or um, what's the other girl? The, the Jenner girl that's like yeah. almost a billionaire. Highly. And like, yeah. I want that. And I'm like, well, you know, they, you, you can't get that. Yeah. However, look, you know, Bruce Jenner was in her life, all these certain things. But so for you, it's the grind. You have to take that narrow road there. And it's usually like, you know, everybody wants what you what what yeah. you want. OK, it's a crowded field. How are you going to how are you going to how are you how are you going on social media or taking the easy path or going to the easy trainer? I'm like, you go to the easy trainer. It's probably because, um, you know, you're you're he's paying you're paying him. OK, mm-hmm. you're paying him. And you're his light bill. And he's not going to tell you the truth, okay? Right. Because you're his light bill. I'm not going to say, hey, well, you know, spect- well, whatever, Spectrum, or, hey, turn off my lights because I want to tell this girl the truth. No, he's going to say, come on in here, you know? Not me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I live by a code. Yes, I, I actually do. You know, it's just one of those things where you just can't walk by a mistake. You yeah. know, you can't walk by a mistake, and you've got to tell them uh, in order to get their life right, you know? And... Well, speaking of mistakes, let's talk about Natalie when she was a rookie. I was just going to bring up. Let's, let's talk about Natalie. Let's critique Natalie, yeah. one of our favorite people. We all love her, but let's put her on the hot spot here. Well, there's not much hot that I can put on her besides on Holmes um, <laughs> for her. But um, for me, I, Natalie used to take my prep classes. She's one of the most, the hardest working individuals. She never assumed ever I mean, she's one of those handful of girls that you get over a lifetime, even, that I can look back on and say, she's beautiful, she's talented, she's not scared to sweat, she's not scared to take on an opportunity. I mean, when you went to prep, she was in everybody's prep class. And there's still some kids out there that actually do that. Mm -hmm. But Natalie, I mean, she had the whole package. Um, And her first go-round, she didn't make it. And I was devastated because literally when you form a team, and this is always the way I've said it, when you form a team, you can't have all rock stars as far as talent, looks, body. Everybody's, nobody's perfect. Mm -hmm. You've got to have a little bit, we call it a bouquet of flowers in my world, um, that you want a little bit of everything to make greatness. Somebody has to be a tree during the recital, right? (laughs) Somebody has to be the shoe. You know, somebody has to be the hat. There has to be. I mean, there's always a place for it. There's some that can handle the front row, which Natalie was one of them. She's not scared for adversity. She's not scared for me to go, look, you need to drop 20 pounds, fix the split in your tooth, and freaking deal with the roots in your hair, you know? Which I never said that to any of that to her. But, I mean, I'm oh, the person. The things I want to know right now I to know. be a fly on I that wall. Natalie, tell me. us what you think about that. Yeah, um, I'm right, right? She's 100% dead on. And I actually want to um, commend Judy and Kelly because they did not, they do not always surround themselves with yes people, right? Because Jay does not always say, 
yes to Charlotte and Judy and Kelly, nor does Kitty. Um, They are looking for well-rounded women. When I tried out, there was just that show. There was a show on that was just a two-hour. It wasn't a series like it is now. And I found out who all the judges were and I aligned myself with them. So I did my research. So I started taking Jay's boot camp and got my butt kicked. Um, I went to Kitty Carter, who I was terrified of. Um, I went to Reiner to get my hair done. Um, I tried to align myself just to know and get in their heads and ask, what do I need to do to make this happen? So you were like a sycophant with money. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, I, I was, if, if you want it, you got to align yourself with the right people. Well, well, they call that networking. These right. Days. Well, and you know what? Smart on her part. Sure. And, and Kitty didn't always tell me what I wanted to hear. And Jay certainly didn't always tell me what I wanted to hear, but I knew that I was going to get honesty from them. Um, for example, every time I did mine, you have to do this. What is it? Your intro to say who you are to the judges. Kitty finally goes, Natalie, your intro is way too long. It's quite frankly boring. And just tell they know who you are. So stop. Stop telling. Stop selling yourself to them. And you've been up all night writing that, hadn't you? Oh, I mean, it, I had it. Well, I had said it so many times. That was her point. She was like, "I'm over it. It's old. It's used. Move on, sister." So bad song, you know? Yeah. yeah. Hey, but um, Natalie had the abs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She had the abs. Stand okay. up, Natalie. No, no, no. Natalie, the shirt. I still have Natalie. And, 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 and I have a lot of pictures that I never put out, and got, you can see the abs. I mean, yeah. big time. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I got them in there somewhere. Yeah. I still, I, that that's actually still not my issue. It's still my hips and still thighs butt. and butt. Natalie's that's my butt. issue. Is it true that you had the widest hips in the history of Cowboy Cheerleaders? <laughs> According to Shelly Bramhall, yes. <laughs> I don't think they were watching her hips as much as they were looking at her eyes. She yeah. had those gorgeous Aww. eyes. Aww. Aww. I mean, she yeah. was just the face of a DCC for sure. And she worked hard. Um, I am not patronizing at all because she was one of the, like I said, one of the hardest workers. You said base. Now, does that mean the girl is on the bottom of the pyramid? Everybody has to climb on top. Face. I would have been a base. 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 Okay. I would have been grounded. That's for sure. I would have been a base if they did that kind of cheering. No way. No way. We love Natalie. Did you ever ever go to work going, I'm going to make this girl quit today? I mean, was that ever? No, you know what? Um, against popular belief. Most people think I'm a real ass. Um, but I trained in the school of Woodrow Wilson, which is East Dallas, um, far East Dallas. I walked to school when I was little. I used to have to pick what dress I was going to wear um, at the store for my... Um, I mean, I never got more than one dress. I, I was raised very humbly until later on in life um, after my dad finally... <clears throat> took a, a straight ride up. Um, but I appreciated um, everything that I had, and I trained really, really hard myself in every art form in dance. I was not the body nor the turnout for ballerina. I was definitely a, a West Coast, or would you say a commercial-style dancer. I just, I'm very ADD, and I probably should have been medicated years ago. Um, <laughs> thankful I'm not because I'm still all over the place. Um, and have to rein myself in quite often. But I'm really an advocate for the girls. Mm -hmm. I really don't like taking people out, but I try to do it humorously. Like, uh, (laughs) you know, you're really going to have to lose that belly, you know. I've seen Um, girls cry (laughs) in your class. You know, those are just poor, pitiful pearls. I mean, their their mother probably never said, um, that dress looks like on you. And it has to happen. I mean, my mother, I'd walk out and she could, I mean, you know, it is what it is. And then I would look at them and go, you know what? When you finish with those tears, come back and let's discuss Mm -hmm. what you can fix. I mean, and it happens all the time. And it's, and people think I did on purpose. I don't do it on purpose, but your feelings are riding on your shoulders and there's no place up there for it. All you got is a bra strap. That's all you got room for up there. <laughs> so um, the quicker that they get to reality that this is what's going to happen and that everybody's not going to get that trophy. And if you're going to come to me, you, I mean, when the kids walk in the door, the girls, they know what's fixing to happen. It's not a surprise. Trust me. So there you go. Awesome. <laughs> Natalie, how many times did you did you cry in her class? Never. 
I didn't cry. No. I, I I mean, she gave me some truth serum, but I trusted her because I knew she was the expert. So I received that. I, I didn't have time to be offended. Exactly. There's just well, there's so no I, time. I go back to that whole, you know, like the best part that everybody loves to watch is American Idol when the tryouts are going on and mm-hmm. these people can't sing. They can't carry a note in a bucket. And you're exactly right. It's because their parents or someone that loves them never said, this is not for you. You, you, you know don't what? need to be singing. I This is what I have to say. The reality you see us on TV is in fact. Some of the reality you see on TV is not a fact. It's scripted to where it's insulting. I mean, like there's several shows. I'm not going to mention all of them or any of them, actually. Um, <clears throat> but I'm insulted as a dance teacher or as a instructor or as a professional that people really believe that's what we are. You know, yeah. I mean, I've been I've been compared to several people that it's just I'm like, you've got to be kidding me yeah. that that's what and you're I'm talking reading. about other dance reality shows. Yeah. Right. Oh, I know. Or We're cheer. talking about Dancing yeah, with yeah, the Stars yeah. and all no, that. Yeah. No, there's there's <laughs> one. I'll say it. There's one called Dance Moms dance that was moms, out yeah. that was had a massive following. It's just insulting. Yeah, completely. Well, and you and I talked about it. You and I talked about it over there in the other building earlier is is. I have five kids, and the beauty of what I love about that is they're all individuals. And we we went to my two other daughters and said they were dancers. They were dancing. They weren't dancers. And we went to them and said, this is not your future. This is not the direction you you need to take. And so I think you have to do that. And sometimes it's a hard conversation. But they found we we steered them in the direction that they did find their passions. We did that with all of our kids. Do you find that, Jay, whenever you're looking at these folks and you're having to train them and you're you're saying, look, I, I see what's in you? And I got to bring it out. I mean, how difficult is that to do? Um, okay. So while we're talking here, of course, you know, me being ADD, I'm just like all over yeah. the place. And I'm hey. thinking about this. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about what we're saying. But at this, uh, this day and age, there's so many motivational gurus that say stick with it. Mm-hmm. And maybe these people are down there and they're trying out for the 15th year. And, and they, you should have pulled out a long time ago. But we think because we listened to uh, Michael Jordan's story where he was cut mm-hmm. by his a high school um, a gym teacher or a coach or a Lady Gaga story or Steve Jobs story, you know, just persist, persist, you know, uh, name it and claim it, you know, and, and just you got to go through adversity to get it. But I'm like, uh, Miss, you've got a mustache. Okay? <laughs> or a beard. Jay's a few people cry, like- too. <laughs> okay, oh, all right. Okay, so at what point do you look at the situation and say, well, maybe I'm over my head. Maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. Okay, maybe this is a 10 and I'm a 5. Okay. Yeah. It's just what it is. You know, you've got to, and it's just perfect what you said, that you aligned yourself. That's gamesmanship. Mm-hmm. You al- you play the game. Okay? Well, and not, you know, those judges that I voted, that, sorry, that I aligned myself with, not every one of them voted for me. Reiner didn't vote for me. Right. And he did right. my, he still did my hair for years, many, many, many yeah. years. I love him to death. He's like, I just think you're too old. You need to move yeah, on, sister. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, I, that, they're, they're honest judges, every single one of them. Yeah. I just want to know how the hell Neil McCoy got the gig. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to know. I'm going to slap him next time I see him. Life ain't fair. Have you seen Neil McCoy? I know. For real. But no, you're right. I, I can't agree with you more, Jay, on that. I mean, that's you look at that and you're like, uh, you know, I know you, you're an athlete, but you look like Jay Novacek in a dress. I mean, it's just not going to work for you. <laughs> yes, but you guys, I mean, y'all, y'all have never shied away from that. And let me, let me preface what I'm going to say with this. Speaking of Neil, I've done several events with Neil. The, the girls have come. I could not be around a more intelligent, gracious group of, of young women that, I mean, just they're, they're so hospitable, they're kind, they're ambassadors, they do a phenomenal job. And, and that's just in terms of what they put forth as a public persona, and that's something to be proud of, and I, and I always enjoy events where they're there. But you guys have a standard. I mean, there is a standard that they're looking for, and it's maybe not PC, it's maybe not, um, you know, in this age of anti-objectification and sexism and the bigotry and the misogyny and every other word that we can throw out there. I mean, this it, this is a competition and this is a tryout where ultimately you're looking for a job where, that has a look that you don't shy away from. It has a shape. It has a style. It has a movement. All of these things. Do you get a lot of do, – do, do you think the organization as a whole gets a lot of blowback because of adhering to that standard? Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Especially the Me Too, the Me Too movement going on now, it's just very prevalent as far as um, the way they're treated 
um, as a female. But I will say this for the Cowboys and for the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, um, they are so, for me, in the years, and I've been since there's, from the beginning, I cheered in 74, 75, and Super Bowl 76. And as far as I'm concerned, they are treated like the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to have escorts everywhere um, and probably do still sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're taught how to eat if you don't know how to eat. You're, you're taught how to write thank you notes if you didn't know. I mean, the the bar that Kelly and Judy keep raised is not compared to anybody. I mean, they're just out of their league, and that's why they're so great. Um, yeah, the cheerleaders actually write handwritten notes yes, and thank still. yous. Mm-hmm. Even w- the appearance that they go on, they mm-hmm. then send the those Everyone. people. Everyone every cheerleader them. sends a handwritten thank you <clears> note. <throat> and to we them. don't get a little wow. flat because our uniforms are so small. But they're they're classic and they're classy. Um, when I did it, I think our shorts were like probably ten inches, and my dad still let me, made me let out the backside because I have one of those droopy bottoms <laughs> that doesn't tuck so tight, and Jay would have cringed um, <laughs> back in the day. But back in the lunges. day, there was only sixteen of us, you know. And I was a great dancer, and I did got the job done. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, everybody, you know, there's oh, you're going to always find fault with anybody. But I will tell you that Judy and Kelly do not allow. Um, any um, funny business. I mean, you are held accountable for most all of it, and then some that you probably weren't even involved in, that you'll be checked on it. And mm-hmm. like I said, that's the reason America's Sweethearts. I mean, they're the best out there, and the organization's just incredible. Yeah. We were just at an event uh, with our good buddy Granger Smith. Uh, I know shoot, Granger. Shooting his music video. He went to Lake video. Highlands. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Texas is a hey, small world. Hey, Granger. Yeah, so we were just down at his place, uh, working with him on his newest music video that came out last week, and and a, a couple of the girls came down to appear in that. Steve knows who all of them are. Steve, like Steve. Steve. Oh, don't. I got there. Yeah, Alexis. Uh, there was. It was oh, La- Lacey. Knows them all. Lacey Kashera. It was. <laughs> you just know. I have Alexis. to check my phone to see who digits I got. <laughs> Alexis was the former Mavs dancer, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's beautiful. Yeah. And Sweet Kishera. girls. They're all sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were more than gracious and, and just, just incredible. Like I said, ambassadors of the team and the mm-hmm. organization. And that's something to be said of. I mean, it, it's in a big way. Cash, yeah. Well, I mean, we were just inducted, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what can I say? Exactly. I do have a bone cool. to pick with both of y'all just a little bit. We're going to go back a few years, and um, y'all were both a little mean to Brooke Sorensen. <laughs> I was never mean to Brooke Sorensen. Ever. I love Judy and Kelly in here. That was mean to Kelly. Everybody. So, y'all have to understand now Party Foul Steve has the dolls. He's got the Barbies and the whole thing. He has a collection. I think think you've signed one of them, haven't you, Natalie? You sound the. Yeah. So I, I'm. And where do you keep those dolls? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a real Michael Jackson they're, creepy story. <laughs> they're in my house. They're your house. Yeah. Okay. This they still have their uniform on. Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure. That could be debatable. Don't take the skirts off to see if the cheerleaders are anatomically correct. Pictures, everything, sign, all that stuff. He told me that you told me that the black DCC did not have her uniform on still. Well, the 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 one that you, he said was Natalie made her sign. She was a little bit darker skinned. She well, was, she represents the um, Latinas okay. and the you know brunettes. The brunettes. But I was that dark because I did a lot of spray tanning. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So, yeah. Now you were there. You were a rookie, two thousand six, two thousand seven. <laughs> right? I was two thousand. So two thousand six is when I first tried out. But I was the last one cut the day before mm. squad photo, and then uh, or one of the last, and then uh, I made it two thousand seven. Cheer 2007, 2008. Yeah. And you alluded to it earlier, Kitty, because these these girls, they're not doing this as a career move in terms of financial. I mean, people look at this. I mean, it's it's a job, but I'm talking about the the job in and of itself. That might lead to other things. Right. But Um, we've had on occasion, in my opinion, we've had some girls that just wanted a stepping stone uh to go. And we, you know, it's too bad that we can't do a psychiatric test um, (laughs) like a month long on some of these girls. You can see it coming, the train wreck, mm-hmm. but you're hoping it's not going to end that way. And usually it does, and we take care of it, or they take care of their own self. But 
at the end of the day, most every girl out there, if you look at their background, they were either Kilgore Rangerette or they were a high school captain of their drill team. They cheered all the way through. They did a little bit of college. But almost every one of them just still love performing. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and they love the Cowboys. And that's what, of course, every girl that tries out, ever since I was five, I've had a uniform and I wanted to be a cheerleader. But it's that's true. I, wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I had a calendar on the wall. <laughs> I always say, leave that story at home. Yeah. Because it's, you know, yeah. I mean. It's been played. I mean, just, that yeah. or I'll get the answer next week. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's another good one. Um, when you, when you, Natalie, were you, I mean, were you reasonably, I mean, were you a dancer before? I was drill team. Okay. I was not a dancer. Actually, that's what got me cut. I knew why I got cut and and my first year and I needed to change my style because I came from a very military style precision drill team where you move as a unit. The DCC still move as a unit, but there's their own spin and there's a lot of hierography and, you know, neck breakage (laughs) that happens in in those performances. But I will tell you that the piece, the the money piece came up because I know there have been lawsuits filed and all of that. The majority of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders who I'm not speaking for everybody, I knew that when I accepted that job and I signed on that dotted line for the contract, what I was never in it for the money. It was a part-time job. I already had a career. I was a reporter for ABC and then I went on to work for ABC um, and Hot on Homes on air. I knew what I was doing. That was something that I accepted from day one. Um, And that was always, that's a little bit frustrating for, and there are so many other perks that you get from being on the team. I had free hair, free Makeup free. I mean, there's a lot of perks that go into an underlying cost that you would typically pay for on an everyday basis that were included in those uh, in that opportunity. But I never did it for the money, and I'm pretty passionate about that. Yeah. Um, and I think most girls would agree with you mm-hmm. that that's the name of the game. I mean, I could. I mean, they didn't have to give me any money. I mean, mm-hmm. back then we were at fifteen dollars a game. Mm-hmm. You know, and I rehearsed in my front yard with my my group of girls. You know, like Saturday and Sunday because we didn't have studio space available. And my dad bought our jackets and our boots for Super Bowl 76 mm. because he didn't want me running around half naked, you know, at, in Miami. So um, everything I did was, and you know, plus I already had, uh, was promised to the, the man I married. It's been married for 40 years. We were high school sweethearts, went to SMU together. Um, I already had my life planned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I knew that. Um, for me as a dancer, I didn't have the body or the legs to be a professional dancer. Mm-hmm. But really, in the beginning, all I wanted to do was mentor and teach and train because I was really good at what I did. And I still am. Yeah. There. I was going to say, you still are. Yeah, yeah, I am. Jay, you went from whipping soldiers into shape to cheerleaders into shape. How did that journey transpire? How did how'd you go from one to the other? Um, I mean, in a million years, did you see yourself doing that? Oh, uh, no. Uh, desperation is a motivator. Okay? <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the people that come up to me and say, well, why did you, um, why, why did you, well, why did you uh, plan on uh, venturing into the uh, fitness industry? And I'm like, uh, my math scores. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm like, really? Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, you're, you're, you know, I was a grunt. I was out there in the field doing my thing and I loved it. Okay. You know, you just worked out all day. You ran and I'm like, I'm going to keep this up after 20 years. So, you know, I came out here and, you know, as a trainer, because that's what I wanted to do. I'm like, look, I don't want to be responsible for anyone, okay? You know, after 20 years of being responsible for the guy losing his grenades or something on the range, I don't want that, okay? Right. My career is not going to hang in the balance of your incompetence, okay? <laughs> so the thing about it is, so I came out here, was going to be a trainer, like, oh, my gosh, these people have to, you have to beg these people. This yeah. is like kids. I thought, you know, it's like military. You come to me and say, you want this? Let's go get it. You know, next thing you know, I was stretching 60-year-olds, and I'm like, <laughs> This is not what I drink. This was not my fantasy. Okay, this was not my fantasy. So then uh, I'm working with a guy, Steve Connor, and and I said, and he said, hey, you know what? Um, I live next door to um, Kelly Finglass. Blah 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 blah. Talked. I had a meeting, and um, at first she was she gave me some pushback, and then we just gave her the plan on how we can do this. Uh, you know, basically military style, yeah. military style, and um, you know, it's just not um, just getting in shape, but also what we brought to the table was esprit de corps. So let's say, for instance. You weren't the best dancer in the world. Okay, well, guess what? Now you're the 
fitness stud, okay? Mm-hmm. And now a lot of the girls were running towards the fitness, and, you know, if they were good with the dancing and the fitness, that was great. So, uh, of course, the body started to change, and it did everything that fitness and exercise is supposed to do to an individual, and you gave them a um, an actual goal because for right then you, you're supposed to score 300 on the Army physical fitness test. You scored 300. Okay. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. Marine Corps. No, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Marine Corps. Okay. So, so that was the name of the game. So it gave them that, that carrot. So it worked out, you know, they were the pumped, uh, pumped out, pumped up about, um, the, the fitness, even though, um, I didn't know, I didn't know it was, um, hard. I didn't know because that's all I was used to. And I had one of the players come up to me and says, Hey, I, you know, I know a couple of cheerleaders. Uh, you know, they don't like you. Right. And I'm like, what? I thought they were my friends. You You're know? killing these girls. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm giving them some hua training. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Oh, well, you know, uh, like has nothing to do with it anyway. And that's why you guys were talking about standards. And, um, you know, and you get pushback from other teams and everyone else is saying that it's too hard. But I always say I believe in equal um, opportunity, but not equal results. Yeah, okay? come on. That's All right. right. You, I, I'm like, great. Here's the playing field on your mark and set. Go. And where it ends, it ends. And, I mean, these people, I mean, the, the, the organization is at the top of their game. And, you know, as far as someone getting paid for what they're worth, who gets paid for what they're worth? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When you're 20. Okay? No, I want more. I'm like, yeah, right. Okay? <laughs> yes, who gets paid for what they're worth, what they think they should have? And I compare it to, like, the military where you go in and they shape you. So the military wasn't about the money. Man, but I was in uh, Europe for five years. Are you kidding me? You know, when you say, uh, hey, thank you for your service, I'm like, shoot, are you kidding me? They paid me to grow up. Okay? <laughs> they fed me. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. I was going to say your needs were provided. Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. Jumping out of planes and doing all this stuff. I'm like, hey, where am I going next? Hawaii. Okay? I'm like, give me a break. It's just the same way with them. You guys are at the Grammys. You guys are at, mm-hmm. you know, hospitals, uh, visiting um, uh, soldiers and, and giving uh, compassion. Winfrey. Yes, I mean, you can't beat this. You're out in the field with uh, 100,000 people yeah. just screaming your name. Hey, look at me. You know, you're a rock star, okay? And you want more money? Are you kidding me? That's why we need to vote in Elizabeth Warren. Oh. <laughs> Everybody needs some reparations. Oh, that's right. Give me some reparations. My gosh. I had My to goodness. slide that in somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, so you, that's, you, you've been with, joke, what, 11 years, 12 years? I have been on the show for 13 years. 13 years. Yes, but... I, um, after I quit, I didn't try out for the year of 76. They wanted us to lose, I think, 10 more pounds for TV. And I was like, I'm out of here. Um, I was getting married up in my own studio. Yeah. So I kind of took a, a preve. And then um, they changed director, choreographer, retirement. There was a lot of things going on in the head part of it. And then I... Um, ran into them at a dance convention. They asked me if I'd be interested in choreographing some USO tours. So I mm-hmm. came back um, just intermittently and did some choreography for the USO tours just because I'd take their more trained dancers. I'd audition them because back in the day, um, there was a complete show, like an hour show, and they still put on an amazing show. Judy puts a lot of work into it. And different choreographers, the girls choreograph some stuff. But now, you know, because of the military and all the issues of women, um, they can't. They don't usually wear their uniform in the um, USO tours anymore. It's more about training the kids and having camps, kind of that charitable work that we started right. out doing to begin with. Um, and um, so I just kind of came in and out. And then one night, um, Kelly asked me if I'd do some technique classes on Tuesday, um, and I started kind of doing that. So I've never been like on staff at the place. Kelly and I are just very good friends, and Judy and I, we go back so far. And they respect my opinion, and they know I'm not going to lie to them or blow smoke because mm-hmm. I don't need to. Um, so Kelly might call and say, what do you think of so-and-so? Or I started recruiting girls, or she would send me girls to train and ask me what the possibilities are if she had any talent. And, you know, I'm really good at that. I mean, yeah. that's I'm really good at the job that I do um, as far as – like we were saying earlier, do you tell somebody if they don't have talent? You know, well, there's a Michael Jordan, like, you know, Jay just said. Um, you don't want to discourage them. But, I mean, if a parent says, am I wasting my money? I will say, you know what, if you leave now, she'll never get it. 
mm-hmm. but she's not great at what she's doing right now. She, or she has no rhythm. I mean, I'm, I mean, I've just been doing it long enough that I can pretty much tell you who's going to survive and who's not going to survive. Right. Um, and um, so, at the end of the day, you just have to um, know where you are and what you want with it. You yeah. know. So, um, I kept choreographing for him. CMT walked in one day. They were like, can she be on the show? And I was like, don't mic me, though. And she's like, he goes like, no, we want to mic you. And I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> and, I mean, I think that was where the, one of the first times I developed the phrase cash and prizes. Yeah. You know, um, that I don't want to see it, you know. Yeah. So um, I've been beat up, but I'm a big girl, and I can, I can take that. But, I mean, it is me. I mean, I'm not scripted. That's just the way I teach my class. I'm very honest. I, like I said, I'm your biggest advocate. That can be your worst nightmare, mm-hmm. you know. So, Jay's me. pretty beat up too because he gives it when he's in that the judges panel. Kitty does not judge, but on but but Jay is on TV you know, anyway. Uh, yes, on TV officially, but Jay is in that judges panel. So I know you've been pretty beat up too. Whenever you're frustrated when you see a physique that you know is not at its right. Top. Well, um. Yeah, well, you know, the thing about it is, uh, <laughs> my thing is, we're, we, we look for a standard, okay? We look for a standard, and that's what I, I'm there for, uh, and, I, and I always have to tell the story, okay? I'm not going to say the guy's name, but um, I'm not going to say his name because he might be listening. Okay, Lieutenant Dorsey. Okay. <laughs> Lieutenant, it's not like I'm a snitch or anything, but I was on duty in Germany years ago. And um, and this guy was cool. He was this. He was that. And which is everything against an army officer. Okay, he was not officer material, but he was an officer. So we were on duty, and he left his post. He left his post. He went out to hang out with some guys, enlisted guys too, which is unheard of, is it? Wow. I mean, uh, infantry. Okay, and plus he wasn't a ranger, so they really didn't like him. Okay, <laughs> so um, the thing about it is, um, so he didn't show up all night. Okay, now I'm getting somewhere with this, you guys. Um, he didn't show up all night, and then in the morning, um, he showed up in um, in uh, uh, chains, irons. He was he showed up in irons, and the commander called me in and just says, um, "Was he here? Was he here?" He says, "I'm not young, young sergeant. I'm not even going to read your Miranda rights. Was he here or not?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, he wasn't." Okay, and that guy did 35 years in jail. Wow. 35 years in jail because of, um, one of the German ladies said that um, he sexually assaulted her. Okay, so the standard was the standard was keep, you're an officer, keep your butt there. Okay, so and I always say once you once you um, once you fudge on a standard, you have no standard. Okay, and and remember this has been ingrained from my dad who was a Vietnam vet and the whole nine yards. So when I'm over there and you know and you see things, you know I get I fight for the underdog. I fight for the person that puts in the work. Okay, and if I see anyone going in there, they're getting what this person has worked for. I I'm just like no 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 mm-hmm. no no. Look at this lady. Look the time that she's put in there. Look at her body. She is the standard. She's the gold standard, and which we should um, not just judge others, but she's she's what we want out here, okay? And the other people, I would say, even though they put in the work, if, if everything else um, matches, yes, I would give you a go. I will give you a, a, a yes, but um, I just... I just don't fudge on it. I just yeah. don't fudge, and I like to hold everyone else accountable to it. So if you pick this girl just because you know her, okay, and I'm like, well, look at her body compared. Imagine everybody else that's not going to make the team, and they're saying she made the team, you know, and, yeah. you know, I've, I've got a six-pack. You can see my DNA, okay? <laughs> okay, I'm so lean, okay? But this other girl, so we, you know, so it, I fight for that because, you know what, I'm not the brightest thing in the world, but, you know, I will work hard, and I, and I, and I see their hustle. I see their hustle, and I, you know, so that's where I stand. So um, here we are in the 21st century, and this is a final thought. Here we are in the 21st century where obviously standards have changed. People think differently about, again, this, we've got gender issues. We've got sex issues, biological issues. People, everybody wants to debate all these things. The participation trophy culture, these people who don't want to earn things, they're, they're just, they expect it. Over the last, let's say, decade, and, and just your final thoughts on this, over, your, over the last decade, what changes have you seen in that regard in terms of the standards dropping? or the expectations dropping in the individual that you're training or working with, 
Is it harder these days to work with them? Is it is it can you get them out of that or is that mindset so ingrained in this today's culture that we've got a problem going into the future? All of the above. Um, I'll step in just because I'm not teaching prep classes this year. I usually teach prep class. And my classes start at like 7.30, 8, and it might go to 1 in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, depending on. Because trying out for the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders especially is such a hunger game. And, I mean, it really is. It's a – everybody knows what is going into it. But to achieve what you need to achieve, it takes more than an hour booty popping class or an hour of a combination. Most girls nowadays, they just don't want to work that hard. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly when people email me now, I say, nobody wants to work as hard as I do. So I'm not, I mean, I have three girls that I'm working with just because they're worthy of it. Um, but for nine years, nine, I trained girls from, if they had to, if they had school the next day, they're like, hey, I can't stay till one. And I said, well, we might get out before that. I mean, I wouldn't even get to my combination till midnight because we'd, we'd done cardio we'd done kicks we'd done freestyle I mean to where they were vamping on the walls or you know I do it on the floor you know it, I mean you just have to be have every scenario I'd ask them question who's the mayor of Dallas if they didn't do it then we'd run for a mile you know I mean you there's so much that you have to know because we're such ambassadors mm-hmm. for the organization and for yourself not to make yourself look stupid I try to help them not look stupid on national TV, which, you know, it's entertaining, but it's very, very sad at the end of the day that it's just about your body and face a lot of the time. And a lot of these girls just don't want to work that hard. Yeah. So that's my two cents. Yeah. Um, I see a lot come through, and, um, and I, I blame it on – it goes back to the parents, okay? Because I've got a uh, lady right now – you know Molly, okay? I mean hard worker. Hard work. I mean, she is mental, okay? I'm always like, uh, what kind of childhood did you have? Okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow, okay. She's got a problem. She's probably in the top four of I've ever trained as far as mentality. I'm almost like, uh, you're going to meet me here at 4.30 in the morning? Okay, um, okay, let's go. Okay, she's calling me out, okay? I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want to do that, okay? <laughs> What's in it for me? But the thing about it is um, – you know, once uh, – shoot, I lost my um, train of thought here. Okay. Um, Slapping Molly into shape. Yeah. Okay. So, so I bl- it's, it's, it's upbringing. I think yeah. it's upbringing. And it's just like you said, we want to make it easier for our kids. We want to shield them from some of the hazards. But the name of the game is it's kind of like, like a flu shot, you know. You want to give them a little bit of, uh, of it anyway so yeah. they can get adapted to it, you know. And that's what I do. I do because down the line, you know it's going to be hard. And um, there was a segment last, uh, uh, last uh, episode you saw when I got on their cases. If you guys ever uh, you, mm-hmm. you watched the show and I got I on their case doing the PT test. <laughs> It was it was hilarious, okay? Because you know I can switch it off and on, okay? I can switch it off and on. It's just who I am. So we're doing a PT test, and there was a girl over here, and she's laughing and joking while she's doing the PT test, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? For in the military, that's an affront to me. Oh, you're dissing me, okay? You you you're you know that's that's me. That tells about my leadership, okay? Yeah. I'm not enforcing anything. So I stopped them all, and I'm like, um. And it, it, it changed the whole atmosphere because I'm like, let me tell you guys something. I know who barely made it here. Okay. <laughs> Remember, I'm a judge. I know that you had uh, six out of 16 uh, uh, judges vote for you. That yeah. means you're hanging off the edge. Okay. On a banana peel. Okay. So now when, when Kelly, when Kelly sees, Kelly or Judy sees the results from this PT test and you only have this much. Well, once you follow those like breadcrumbs back to the cottage and there you are sitting in the rocking chair. Okay. That's where it, it intersects and you're gone. Okay. All of a sudden, you know, I'm just like, look to your left and look to your right. This is a competition. Yeah. Someone's not going to be here. Okay. And you're not taking it like a competition. Someone's not going to be here. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, I never go on social media. Oh, they were blasting me. Like, I was standing there with a pitchfork and <laughs> horns, a tail and everything. Okay? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. And that same girl I was thinking about, I was I was thinking about, I didn't, you know, I'm not going to go over to her and, and say, hey, yeah, you. Um, she got put off that night. The same one I was talking about. Yeah. She was put off that night. Yeah. I didn't even talk to Kelly or Judy. It's just, you've been around there so long. They put her off that night. 
You know, you've got to take it serious. And, you know, and um, the world's going to spit you out. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you were raised. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It's just what is. It's if just the truth. If you're coming to play with the best of the best, yes. there's no room for complacency. There's no room for being second best because guess what? You just entered the world of the top. Yes. Come to play. Come to compete. Come to earn your spot. That's a good bow on the package right there. I love it. Good stuff. Where can people find you? What's it, Kelly? What's it, Ki- oh, Kitty? I'm sorry, Kitty. You were talking about Kelly. Kelly. Kitty. Yeah, he was talking about I, Kelly, and it stuck. So, Kitty, where, what's your website? Um, well, it's Kitty Carter's Dance Factory, um, and it's my website is kittycarter.com. Um, all you have to do is put my name up there, and several nasty comments will come up, and several good. I love it. You know, yeah, I, say? I know that world. Yeah. Jay, do you even want to be found? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, witness protection. Okay, uh, no, 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 I don't. Okay, uh, I'm starting something in 90 days. It's um, it's called the Biblical Body, and um, I've trademarked the name Fit Evangelist, and that's all I can tell you. I love it. Okay, Ooh, it will change awesome. the world. It will change the world. Stay tuned. Hey. You said 90 it will days. World. Fit yes. Evangelist. Right. Fit Evangelist. Nope. Chad will like be your it. first victim. Yep. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I have high blood pressure though, and and I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> And I like to drink uh, whiskey, <laughs> but <laughs> like, I can think of a lot. I got probably got a hangnail and gout. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now look, if we could tailor something for my yeah. cholesterol and, and get you know and um, depression, I'm your candidate. I'm a good cheerleader. <laughs> Trust me, I got hair falling out, uh, and I have no rhythm. And, and now I, I also ripped my bicep off last year. So oh just goodness. whatever you could do for me. Nice. <laughs> Dinner after seven. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate the message. I appreciate the discipline. I appreciate the tenacity and just the hustle. And that's that's what the world's missing, I think, today, especially that's in this generation coming along. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm on your side. Hustle. For what it's worth, I'm on your side. For the Chad Prather Show, I want to say thanks to Jay and Kitty for coming on. You guys, be sure to go where podcasts are offered. Hit subscribe. Download every episode. Listen to it. We appreciate you. You've ke- you're keeping us in the top 100 of podcasts all over the place. So uh, we keep on moving up the charts. It's a vanity thing, but, hey, I'm vain. So I just uh, <laughs> encourage you guys to keep listening. Keep enjoying. Keep responding. Give us a good rating. We don't need any one stars, five stars only. If you want to complain, go to your mama's house. Listen, we love you, and we appreciate you always tuning in and watching this. Go to YouTube and subscribe as well, and get on blazetv.com slash Chad, and use promo code Chad for Hot News Natalie, for Party Foul Steve, for the Puppet Master Mark sitting over there with Bougie Sean, who's been awfully quiet today, but that's that's rare, and Candice, Queen of the Oath, Ethiopians, who's in the other building editing the show. We love y'all. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.